Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pa, pa, pa. I'm Sam Nifty Delady. So what? Welcome along to Life Logistics. We're here to solve all of your problems that you've submitted to us via the email and via the Twitter. And my God, what a bulging sack of uh, worries and woes mm, we've got. It's to a shame this that week, so Sam. many people have so many problems in their life. But it's good it is, that we it? exist to help them. I tell you what's really good from a personal perspective: the fact that they think that we are worthy of sharing those problems with, and they think that we might be able to solve them somehow. Mm. That makes me feel special. Yeah, well, that's because you are, mate. Oh, um, mate, thanks very much. They're right to ask our opinions and advice <laughs> because what we say is correct. Um, it is. Can I start off with one that we got quite recently? Uh, it's from, I don't know if I should mention his name because he is a teacher, so he signed it right. off just a sad teacher canter. Probably um, don't mention his name. But then. teachers is an interesting subject, so we'll read it, right? Hi, Sam and Andy. Oh, yeah, please can keep me anonymous. All right, fair enough. I'm a fairly <laughs> new teacher, and I've had a few parents complaining to me recently that I'm being unfair to their kids, right? Okay. Oh. For the record, I don't think I am. I'm just following policy like a true Lampard. And protocol. <laughs> yeah, so now straight away I'm thinking yeah. alarm bells, right? <clears throat> he goes on. Now, these complaints are really getting me down. I teach hundreds of kids, and up until last week, I loved my job. But I just feel worried going to work now. I know I can't let the bastards get to me, but I feel like I need some guidance on really not giving a fuck so I can just do my job. Right, we're going to have to... I'm sorry, mate, because you you do sound... On the one hand, you sound genuinely down and anxious, and we all know that feeling in a job where the job just gets on top of you and it, and it starts to affect your mood at all times, and you go in in the morning feeling sick and miserable. I know that. And I'm sorry to you're going through that, but I have a strong feeling that you are the problem, right? Mm, I'll just be implied, like you've it. written in, you want honesty, you want he's, honesty, but there are so many alarm bells in this email, Andy, don't you think? It, well, he started this teaching job, hasn't he? It sounds like he's gone in on the front foot. Yeah. It's the equivalent of when you start a new job and you punch the biggest lad on yeah. day one Yeah. to yeah. put a market down. I mean, he obviously yeah. hasn't punched the biggest kid. Well, maybe he has, I don't know. Mm. But, um, you know, it sounds like he's trying to stake his ground, let's say. Yeah. He's meant to be educated. It's meant to be uh, collaborative, surely. Yeah, exactly. You've got to ask yourself, mate. I'll tell you the things that stand out to me. I don't think I am 
Well, first of all, a few parents. You've only been doing it a while, right? And already a few parents have complained to you. Now, if you get an isolated accusation in life generally, mm. you know, whether this is in your job or amongst your friends or in your relationship or whatever, if you get an isolated accusation, then, you know, you, you can always take it with a pinch of salt and think, well, that person's just got a fucking problem. It's their own issue. If you consistently... Mm from a number of different people get the same complaint, then what you have to do is reflect on that a bit. Exactly. Because yeah. that, that is a pattern emerging. Yeah. And you've got to think, if everyone's saying I'm like this, maybe I'm like this. Maybe right? I am. So that's the, per- that, that's the first thing. But you instead have said, I don't think I am. I'm just following policy like a true Lampard. Well, I'm glad you said it so we didn't have to because the words, for the record... I don't think I am. I'm just following policy. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't get that's that that line is on the Lampard coat of arms. <laughs> I am just following I'm policy. Just following policy, <laughs> right? So, and 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 it goes. Yeah, the complaints are getting you down. I teach hundreds of kids. Up until last week, I loved my job. So you loved it, mm. but now complaints come in, and you no longer love it. Well. Is, no one said it's going to be easy. Well, teaching is a fucking hard job. Fucking hard. Teaching at secondary school yeah. level in particular. It's fucking difficult, mate. You've been through the training. I would have hoped they'd prepare you psychologically and emotionally for what a tough job you're going into. And part of that is you're always going to have critics. It's like being a politician. As a teacher, you're going to have always more critics than you are uh, fans. That's just the way exactly. it is, right? Yeah. Not everyone can be fucking dead poet society, you know? Yeah, he's John, not even trying, is he? John, John Dead Poet Society. <laughs> he's not right? trying to do that. But and then the it. other thing is, I can't let the bastards get to me. Why are they bastards? These are, these bit, are you know, maybe if you've gone into more detail, we can know. But all I know is, is that a load of parents are coming to you and going, I think you've been a bit harsh on the kids. And you're going, well, it's just policy. And then you're referring to them as bastards. Has he you're, not gone into any detail about what the allegations nah, or anything like he that? He doesn't care because it's going one in. As soon as they start complaining, all he hears is, wow, 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 whinging cunts, fuck off. <laughs> fucking hate my job now. I liked it before. Why can't everyone just fucking love me like John Dead Poet Society out want? of the film? What you want? Fucking refund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go and ask fucking Michael Gove. Good luck with that, cunts. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, mate, because I know the, you know you must be struggling with this, but sometimes you have to do you know what with all these sorts of problems the best thing to often think is i can only control what i what my reaction right Mm. and my response to in any situation that's all you can control a lot of people go barmy because they they're trying they can't handle what, what other people are doing and they don't want those people doing it and they can't they're trying to work out a way they can change someone's reaction or response or behavior you can't you can only change your own response behavior. And sometimes the best thing to do is like look at this and think, well, hang on. Maybe, just maybe, they might have a point. Maybe I can meet them halfway. Maybe I can think about the way I'm acting. Maybe I can mm. engage more with them and find out what they think I should do. But yeah, you're a new teacher. You're still learning. Right? I mean, I, if I was him, I, if, if you've got any allies in the staff room, any of the mm. other teachers that you look up to as a peer or a mentor, talk yeah. to them. About what you've been accused exactly, of. Exactly, because all what, teachers what have been through are. this, I bet. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But don't fucking ask us, for fuck's sake. Well, I would, no, well you've <laughs> asked us, and I've been quite harsh, but I, I would also <laughs> asked, like... We've told you to ask someone else. I would say teaching is a fucking hard job, Yeah, isn't it? I mean, fuck I me, it's it. a hard job. I wouldn't fucking do it either. I mean, the amount of work they have to do is unbelievable. Like, And the amount of extra shit a lot of them do 
Do you know what course, I mean? That yeah, they're not being yeah. paid for. That's a, the, as a sidetrack. That's also a good signifier of a cunt, isn't it? Anyone who describes teachers as people who finish at half three every day oh, and yeah. then get six weeks off in the summer. Fucking idiots. Anyone who ever says that, that's that's your yeah, standard cunt signifier. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah, the, yeah. clearly not the case. Fucking hell. I go. I mean, I go to pick Lennart right from after school football club, and I see this teacher who does it, and I know he's not getting paid any extra dough. It's mm-hmm. fucking freezing, and he's mm. out there on the fucking shitty field, right, with these kids right, mm. who aren't listening to a word he bloody says. <laughs> right? And uh, he's fucking freezing his bollocks off, but he's really making an effort to coach them, right? Yeah. Really making an effort, and it's getting dark, and I'm there, like, watching with my fucking parka on, all nice and snuggly yeah. and warm, right, with my headphones on, listening to some nice music. Right, <laughs> and this is some jazz funk music, <laughs> and I just think this fucking this is commitment to the course, right? He's teaching yeah. my kid to play football on a fucking freezing cold evening. And that's something else that those those cunts who say stuff like that that they finish off three and get six weeks off. Yeah, it's year. bollocks. They don't because they, they they those cunts don't understand that someone might actually be altruistic like that. Nah, yeah. And go above and beyond their job description yeah. and do stuff after school Extra bits, because yeah. they want the kids to be better. Because they would never do that themselves, so they can't exactly. get their head around someone else doing it. So That's anyway, side, yeah, well done, teachers, issue. if you're a teacher listening to yeah. this. Um, Especially at the moment with everything that's going on. Fucking hell. Yeah, unbelievable. Standing uh, in a room of kids that might be carrying the virus. Fucking, fucking you deserve medals. I know, medals. they're like lambs to the slaughter, these teachers. Yeah. Got to love him. Um, so, yeah, sorry, mate. Uh, ask a grown-up, I think, is the best advice we can give yeah. you there. Speak to one of your colleagues. Here's one. This is good. A bit weird. Um, Lampard Landlord. He oh. says, uh, I have recently left an unfurnished rented property and supposedly left a lamp in the bedroom. <laughs> supposedly. <laughs> He says, this lamp does not belong to me, yet the landlord is going to charge me for its removal to the bin four foot outside the door. (laughs) He says, I have no idea what this lamp looks like, nor will the land cunt send me a picture of it. Below is a transcript of our conversation. Please advise. Uh, And here's the the message from the landlord. Uh, It says, there is a lamp in the bedroom. And it says Jessica at the top on the message. So this is Jessica. There is a lamp in the bedroom. You rented an unfurnished flat. Uh, It says unfinished, actually. She spelt unfurnished wrong. Uh, And have to give back an unfinished flat, even if you took over furniture from the previous tenant. We have to remove everything and bring it to the tip. And he says, uh, can you send me a picture of this lamp, please? She says, it is in the bedroom. I cannot text with you incessantly as I have work to do. I went out of my way to help you. He says, uh, we didn't leave a lamp. You told me to leave the flat unlocked so it's possible that someone has put a lamp in there. Can happen. That sounds unlike... It could be a ghost, couldn't it? He says, I appreciate your help texting me as part of a landlord's work when arranging for DPS repayment. Correct. You know what I think you should do? I think you should go around there with a sack and a baseball bat, get the lamp, make sure she's there to let him in, get the lamp, put it in the sack... Smash the fucker smash, up. Smash, 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 smash. You get a free hit. It's a lamp. No one knows who it belongs to. It's not yours, mate. It's not hers. Free lamp, free this hit. This is like like so many things 
any like disputes generally. And I've, I mean, I must admit, I've probably been on both sides of this. Like, not as a landlord. I was briefly a landlord once, but I, I was, I didn't really handle it myself. You know, I sort of right. contracted it out to someone. Um, but I didn't like it. It's not nice being a landlord. I don't think no. it's not. People do it. They think it's a great investment or whatever. But I would rather do anything other than that if I could. It's because creepy is what it is. Yeah, and, and every landlord I can ever think I I have ever had has always been a cunt. I can't think of a Weirdly, non-cunt landlord. I've always had really good ones. Right. I've never had a bad one that I can think of. Maybe they're I've better in the north. There's a strong Maybe possibility they, they could be nicer Maybe in the north. Are. But Maybe I mean, I'd like to be. If I was rich, I would like to be a um, benevolent landlord. Do you know what I mean? I will allow you to live in my home for a peppercorn rent. Yes, I would like it. to be like it's from <laughs> from the olden times, a, a baron, a land baron, yeah. who's very yeah. benevolent to the local peasantry. I will I will rent out my home for a peppercorn rent to someone who is creating artistic endeavours. Yes, that's what I'd do. <laughs> and I, I'd like to think of myself as a bit like Peter Bowles into the Manor Born. <laughs> what renting out your cottage to Penelope Keith down the bottom of the garden? Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then get and then cultivating a will they want their sexual tension for four years? That's how I see my my landlord persona. Everyone's got a, a spirit landlord, like you got a what? spirit animal, <laughs> right? Who's your spirit landlord? Mine is Peter, Peter Bowles. Bowles. <laughs> Yours might be Rigsby, I don't know. But everyone's got a spirit landlord, haven't they? Well, I guess so. There you mentioned it, yeah. Yeah, go on, I'll take Rigsby. Uh, yeah, so anyway. Yeah, That's I mean, they're all, they're all fuckers. But what you do is, and what's going on here, is when you're in a dispute like this, you both basically can draw out the dispute and make it last for ages by mm. purposefully going Lampard over small details. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I've I've done that. Like fucking out. I think I talked about this ages ago. But I uh, well not I, but my company owed fucking Suffolk business rates <laughs> money this, yeah. for so long because there was a bill that had just gone unnoticed <clears throat> and it had ramped up to something mm. like mental twenty grand, mm. like madness because the instalments haven't been paid. Some of them forgotten to change the direct debit. Right, and then before we know it, they go twenty grand. Cons pay it now. So what you keep doing because you haven't got twenty grand is you keep writing back and go. Well, actually, I should have had a discount for this month or something or other, and you just fucking drag it on, drag it on, drag it on, and you Mm. pay it. But if you can drag it on by being a bit of a lampard, right? Then it just gives you more breathing space to pay. Yeah, right? it's not about trying not to pay. Although I'd fucking like not to, because I wasn't even in the fucking offices. The cunts they were basically they were doubling up by renting out the space to someone else at the same time. Mm. Fucking business rates. What a load of bollocks that is. Anyway, it's fucking Isn't sheriff it? of Isn't Nottingham. It just... It's fucking sheriff yeah. of Nottingham stuff that is doing business. It's like the fucking mafia. It's like when the old twins were in charge over in the East yeah. End. It's like yeah. you're doing business. You run the Sluter Club on our manor. Yeah, that's right. Well, we're gonna wet our beak. Fuck off. Do you know what I mean? But you drag these things out, and that's what this cunt's doing with the lamp. He's like, I'm not giving you your deposit back. 
Or she, it's a she, isn't it? I'm not giving you she, the point about it, Why yeah. not? Because there's a fucking lamp in the house. Now, chances are she's planted the lamp herself. So first thing I'd do is insist on getting a DNA and fingerprint check on the lamp. Yeah. I yeah. would, actually. Yeah. You've got I'd go, fingerprints I can on the lamp. prove that I have not ever touched that lamp. I well, will, I'm not and, sure, because mm, I think he has. Why is he going through... Why is he writing to us if he genuinely... How can we fucking... Well... We're not going to get him off the hook. No, sorry. No, she said that he, he, he took it over from the previous tenant. He said that he's never seen it before. He's never seen the lamp. He should ask yeah. him... he go, listen, right? Fine. But I want... If if you... I, I believe that there is no evidence that I have ever had any contact, meaningful contact, with that lamp. And I want you to pay for a forensic check. Yeah, yeah. And then what she needs to do is just say, "Have you left the lamp by mistake?" And I go, "No, I didn't have a lamp. No problem. I'll chuck it away." No, no, no. That's but it. Look, Andy, what that's she's it. doing, she knows what she's doing. Of course, that's what a, a normal person would do. But she doesn't want to give the full deposit back. That's what the game is. The game of a lot of these landlords is keeping as much of the deposit as they can and they will find fucking anything, anything, any loophole to keep your deposit. These cunts, a lot of these landlords, they see that deposit, which is often, what, a month or two months in advance, right? A month in it, yeah. Right. They just see that as pre-cash. They think, I'll be having that. At the end, when you move out, I'll be having that as a golden handshake, a golden fuck off, right? Their intention is to never give the deposit back. And they will find anything. And so she, this bloke's probably done that thing where you think, I'm going to get that deposit back. I'm going to leave this place so spotless that they'll be forced to give me the deposit back. So he's done it, and she's had a look around and think, fuck, the cod's fucking done it all. I've done the full inventory. Every fucking knife and teaspoon is accounted for. He's even had the floors resanded, the cunt. Oh, Time to play the lamp gonna, trick. Right, I'm going to plant a lamp on the cunt. The oldest trick in the book. <laughs> Straight what's going on, and it's yeah. now. I tell you what, mate, it's about who blinks first, right? Because she knows mm. what she's up to. Do not blink, son. Insist on a forensic DNA check <laughs> and look yeah. into it, right? Because you know, this is a timbrel move. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that if you ask for one, then she is obliged to provide it and pay for it. Yeah. She, if if it we, turns out that we... you had touched the lamp, she can recoup her expenses. Jalapeño. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Jalapeño. Could we set up a company that provides these fingerprint Move it out. tests? We'll put an ad. Move it out of a private rental property. Been accused of leaving a lamp or similar. <laughs> Turn to Dawson and Delaney. Fret forensic experts <laughs> to the private tenant community. <laughs> Here is your sum of our happy customers. I was moving out of my flat above a Kentucky in Birmingham, right, and the landlord said that I'd left a lamp in the toilet <laughs> I, uh, and said she was going to keep all deposit. Delaney and uh, uh, Dawson sprang into action and sent their forensic team round immediately. I walked away with the deposit plus expenses. I will definitely be using Thanks, them again. Lads. <laughs> <laughs> That's Delaney and Dawson. <laughs> Perhaps you've been accused Fantastic. of leaving a, a lamp or a cup or some cutlery. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that one solved then, I reckon. Don't you? Yep. Uh, what else have we got, got? Got loads of stuff here. Uh, what's this? Um, crapper's tip. Oh, now, what? this isn't strictly logistics, but... It is a strong email, very strong, and I'm going to read it to you now, Okay, It's from Stuart Campbell. Earlier this year, I helped out a bloke who was doing my fence by taking a load of stuff to the tip with him. Great opening Mm. line. Mm. We loaded his flatbed, and I commented (laughs) that I was surprised he managed to get a slot at the tip during lockdown. He said, don't need a slot, mate. We're going to a private tip. (laughs) Uh-oh. To, to say Uh-oh. I was excited is a massive understatement. <laughs> it's a place that you can only go if you have a, and this is in quote marks, waste carrier's licence. Oh, so it's legit. It's not just the woods. Yeah, it was spectacular. You know, this bloke's from Swindon, right? It was spectacular. You have to drive over a giant scale on the way in to weigh how much shit you have on board. Oh, this is like when I've got my car pulped. <laughs> they weigh it. Yeah, they weigh your car, and then they pay you for how much it weighs. Pulp that. None of this nonsense (laughs) about chucking your stuff into specific containers. There were whole geographical areas defined for different waste types. Well, that's actually true at public dumps as well. The place was vast, with waste processing facilities, lots of big machines, not Mm. the sort of place for your everyday tip run. It's where other tips take their rubbish. But the best thing was the name. Crapper's. It was called Crapper's Tip. Thanks, Stu. IFS Platinum Cunter Swindon Brudge. And he sent some was... He sent some photos of it, which is great, oh. which I'll try to remember to put in the next newsletter. And it does look great. So there you go. The secret world of private tips, mate. I'm still drooling at big machines. Big oh. machines. Be a great place to take the kids, wouldn't it? Maybe it's yeah. a good Christmas thing. Yeah. Lots of people worried about what they're going to do to kids over Christmas, keep them interested. Head out to Swindon if you're, if you're nearby. It's an hour and a half, two hours drive for me. Um, might well Crap go was- up there. I will need one of these licences, but you never know. They might do day passes just for people who want to watch. Yeah, 10 quid, something like that. Viewing, a viewing yeah. area. Just, a, just a viewing like pass, yeah. Yeah. I'm just here to nice. view, mate. Family ticket. <laughs> two adults, that- two kids. <laughs> That, was that actually a life logistics email or just no, general? I've just had it. I've had it earmarked since he sent it in a few weeks ago. I've had it earmarked. I just thought we have yeah. to fucking. But it's life logistics in as much as it's unsolicited advice. If you're 
if you're not too far away from Swindon and you can mm. find Crapper's Tip, little thing for you to maybe keep the kids amused over the Christmas holidays. Yeah. I've got one here. Is uh, It's wall-related, Sam. And it's oh, life logistics, lovely. which is helpful. He says, uh, this is Steve. He's the IFS dentist, mm. apparently. I don't remember appointing him, but there we go. We must have done it at some point in the past. I've got to go to the dentist this week. You could have done it. It's going to cost me a fortune. They say that I'm going to have root canal, and I've just gone, really? fuck that. I've gone, just take it out. And they go, mm. what? I said, take Remove it out. Take it out. I, I, said, I do not use it. I don't use it anyway. It's a, it's one of the back ones. I said, no, I can see it. I'm not paying £200 to have the root canal done. Simply remove it. Smash it out, mate. I said, and she went, why? And I said, is it cheaper? And she went, what? I said, is it cheaper? And she just went, well, yeah. And I said, yeah. I'll have it out then. <laughs> Checkmate. She, yeah. <laughs> You're, You're fucking moved, dickhead. Yeah. I'll happily take you out myself if you won't. <laughs> then you don't get I'll a fucking it. penny. I'll do it right in front of you, you cunt. <laughs> Fuck that. I'll have it fucking out. It's so I'll expensive. tie the string to that fucking doorknob. I'll do it myself. <laughs> What's this? Bang. Ah, oh, Christ. <laughs> Them fucking kills. Quick, give me some painkillers. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll pay you 10 quid for you to fucking anaesthetise it and then leave the mm. rest to me. I need to get one of those uh, mouth guard things because I'm grinding my teeth in my sleep, Sam. Oh. I think I mentioned this before. Real yeah. bad. I'm waking up and uh, my teeth are like, uh, like making noises because I've been grinding powder, them in there's my tooth sleep. Dust. Tooth dust uh, yeah, in your mouth. Yeah, mouthful of tooth dust. <laughs> oh, I think tooth the, dust. I, I, I think the current situation's beginning to get me a bit. I'm grinding my teeth in my yeah, sleep. Well, you can sell tooth dust, though, you know, and can people you? use it for all sorts like snooker balls and things like that. They? They can they can fill snooker balls with them. Yeah. Tooth dust. Anyway, back to Steve the Dentist's um, problem. Here, it's, he's bullet pointed it, which is good. Yeah. Uh, he says, my front garden wall is two foot at street level, but six foot down on my side. Is this Ooh. a riddle? Is he a lip- leprechaun? <laughs> my wall this. is two foot on one wall on one side, but six foot on the other. What am I? <laughs> It <laughs> <laughs> says, uh, but I mean, this is similar to the one that the cast had to deal with, wasn't it? Where, where you yeah, think it's going to yeah, be yeah. the same? Um, yeah, we we've talked about dealings with walls with um, different mm, heights on either side before. They yeah, are dangerous. they are a threat. Yeah. So so let's not laugh. My front garden wall is two foot street level, but six foot down on my side. It's totally fucked. It's leaning inwards, and bits keep falling off. It's like my teeth. Uh, it's going to fall over very soon, he says. My road is a popular route to a primary school. Lots of kids walk along the wall holding their oh, yeah. parents' hands. No yeah, trees. Um, so, he says, do I lampard the kids off the wall on a daily basis, explaining mm. the inherent danger? Two, accept the inevitable accident. Three, fix the wall. Brackets, can't afford it. I've got, mm. I've got an idea straight away. Oh, go you for want it. A, yeah. the cheapest that sort of ticks a lot of the boxes um, get some cement mm-hmm. um, uh, just a small amount is all you need mm-hmm. and go all along the top of the wall and then mm-hmm. put broken glass shards into the <laughs> cement right which is a popular um, way of stopping burglars climbing over your wall but in it this is. case in this case 
it will discourage children from walking on the wall. It's cheap. It's it like fixing the wall, but it's a cheap mm-hmm. option. You don't yes. have to be a lamp. You're sort of being a Lampard indirectly, but you don't have to be a Lampard in person. by going, excuse me, excuse me, danger alert. Get off of my wall. It's an accident waiting to happen, right? You don't have to do that. You just put the glass in. It says it all for you. You can hide in your home, right? Yeah. And then um, you don't have to accept the accident. I don't think that's a good attitude. Uh, but I understand you can't get the wall fixed, which would be ideal. But if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. Just put fucking glass on it, mate. No cunts you walking know, on it then, are they? Use the, use the cement and just fix the wall with the cement. Well, How I don't know. How to fix a wall? What, because it's all crumbly? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I'd need to see the wall. You'd think you'd have sent a picture of the fucker. I don't know what our accomplices, guys. If it was me, I wouldn't trust myself to fix a wall. You'd think you'd sent a picture of the fucker in, wouldn't you? So we could see mm. what it looks like. Well, get someone to go around and do it for him. There might be a cunt listening who's a wall expert. In fact, we would like, if you are a wall expert, we don't yet have an official podcast waller. No, so we don't. We could definitely we'd be interested in that. Perhaps yeah, one of our I'm... Irish listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget. Let's not forget Sam has Irish heritage. And I am half Irish. That. I can say that. <laughs> you want your heard you needed your wild doing, Mister. What is it now? A podcast, but you got a wall. Is that right? Might have misunderstood it. I'll do your wall for you. Don't worry about that. Uh, and where is it? <laughs> well, listen, uh, to our Irish listeners, no offence, um, but seriously, if you if you know your way around <laughs> the wall, get in touch. <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty sure that, I mean, that, that thing with the broken glass on top of walls is... It's very popular in Sunderland. Yeah. As a burglary deterrent. I'm pretty sure it's illegal. Really? Even well, though my, it's your the, wall. The woman on who lives land. opposite my mum's had it since I was kids. It used to fascinate me oh, when yeah, I was a yeah. child. Yeah, me, me nan and granddad used to have it on theirs and all day. Like the broken way. bottles and that. It's another yeah, thing yeah. I could get involved in with my glass yeah. smashing. Because I smash was... up glass and then I throw it. But what I should do is take all that smashes that's glass smashing I do and sell it round the houses. They they broken glass. As well. Because they were all lovely different colours as well, lovely different mm. colour bottles, yeah. greens it, it and browns actually looks and all attra- that. It's certainly more yeah. attractive than having spikes or barbed wire. Definitely, yeah. That looks probably sinister. Mm. Kind of um, Christmassy. Yeah, uh, I think it's I think it's illegal. I would say it's almost certainly illegal if you're doing it on, as he describes, a popular route to a primary school. Well, then just put us like a caution. Yeah. Glass shards have been attached to this wall. Walk on it at your own risk. Yeah, I don't know. Put a sign in your window. Can I put a sign in your front window? Please. Say, this wall, wall is danger. And can the fucking parents who are letting their kids walk on this wall not see? No, but they might. In, they might not be in noticing. Steve's words. Well, as Steve says it's leaning inwards and bits keep falling off. Surely put a fucking sign up, that. mate. Put a sign up. Put a sign up, and then mm. after that, because what you don't want, I mean, no one wants an injured child. But also, what you don't want is well, some I sort would, of. Well, teacher friend maybe does from earlier in the episode. <laughs> you might. You, you, what you don't want is a legal case against your legal claim. Do you know what I mean? If a, if a child. Yeah. So, you, but if you put a sign up, I think you're covered. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, got time for another quick one? You got one there, Sam? Uh, yeah, I've got loads here. Um, let's look at this. Cuntish fox. That sounds good. Yeah, All right. Do that one. All right, boys. Boys <laughs> says junk man. Landscape in a garden with a beautiful new soft softwood sleepers. 
Working last week in the rain and today in the early drizzle. Structure of the art piece looks great. Or as Michael Owen would say, bob on. Ugh. Sam, oh, he takes a while, this bloke. Sam, the digging is tremendous. <laughs> I can't begin to express the pleasure in moving a soul from one section to another. Getting to the end of today's sesh, a fox, bold as brass, strolls up to the garden, climbs onto our charming structure and takes a fat stinking dump right on the Whoa, very centre. It's like the, it's like it's the like cat, cat in yesterday's episode. sprayed on my weights. All over your outdoor gym. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how am I going to build my muscles now? <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my beautifully toned muscles will surely waste away. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that cat's put pain to my vascular arms. <laughs> now they'll look old and withered. Uh, <laughs> takes fat stinking dump right on the very centre, casually looking at both of us with absolute contempt. I can just imagine. That's foxes. Curling a tod, as he says, onto our hard work. What a cunt. Our response, let's just say Lampard and his mate Lampard Harris were in full flow. Convince my colleague to go IFS there because there's nothing else. We're now at peace. What? Now he says it. Now he's come out with some other stuff. General observation: try Princeton instead of Chichester. Short trip into town when required, but the lifestyle in Princeton: a little walk round the harbour followed by a cottage right, nap. Yeah. Just rest. Fucking hell. That's it. That sounds all right. Though that, but the house prices are cheaper uh, as well. Have yeah, you I'll, look, I'll look you? it up because he hasn't got the same yeah. brand as Chichester. It's obviously a satellite village or hamlet. Yeah, yeah. A feed the town. It, <laughs> yeah, I'll look it up. Um, so, well, what do you, I mean, foxes are a problem in my area. Uh, they are fucking everywhere. Um, mm. They are more and more bold, but this is well-covered ground. I mean, it's years now since there was a fox out in East London. Mm that got in someone's house and attacked the baby. Do you remember that? That's true, yeah. Yeah, but they don't do that generally. No, I wouldn't worry about them. You shouldn't harm a fox, but I, my wife likes them. She thinks they're nice, but I don't like them because I don't like the way they, they do have a look of arrogant contempt, don't they? Yeah. They do look at you as if you say, yeah, what? What are you going to fucking do, cunt? I think they're all different. I mean, I've seen people I follow on Twitter who've had foxes in their gardens who've had, like, litters and they've got fox families gambling about in the garden and all that sort of thing. So they can be lovely, but then again, they could rip your baby's face off. It's a gamble, isn't it? My fucking mate, who Lawrence, who you've met because he came to see us twice in Manchester. I think I the first yep. time he came out came out for a drink with us after. And he grew up with a very mum um, uh, um, who was really into like wildlife. And so mm. she would always be, like, encouraging local wildlife to come into the garden. So they had, like, regulars, like regular foxes, regular squirrels, yeah. regular hedgehogs. And he was interacting with them all from an early age. But then he moved in with another mate of mine into some flats when they kind of, you know, first grew up. And they were living in this flat. And they had all sorts of funny stories of living together. And he'd, he came home pissed with a fucking fox cub. I might have told the story. He picked a oh, fox up. Oh, you have, up. yeah. He picked a fox up on the way home, pissed up, because he saw yeah. it on the remote. Yeah, I'll pull it fox up. And he fucking just came home with it. And my mate, Ollie, was like, he's the landlord. It was his flat. And he woke him up with this fucking fox running all around. And he was just pissed yeah. laughing. And Ollie's working, like, what the fuck is that? And he's got his fucking fox. I brought it home because he was lost or something. <laughs> <laughs> the lost fox. 
Yeah, and he fucking cooked some... He took... Uh, make it worse, add insult to injury, he took Ollie's chicken out of the fucking fridge, right? And fucking cooked it for the fox and then chopped it up and just put it on the kitchen floor for him. And I think I said that they never know what happened to the fox. He's just done a bunk. They were on the first floor of this um, block of flats. <laughs> and he done... He done a bunk because someone called the fucking some Lampard called the fucking authorities, right? And the local fucking wildlife protection or whatever they were called, vermin fucking moved from the council said, We have heard we have heard that there may be a fox in this in the, in this home and they're going, Nah, a fox? Nah. No way, mate. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We're on the first floor. How are the fox being there? Uh, we have heard uh, there have been reports of fox like activity. You go, nah. And they're shitting themselves thinking there fucking is the a fox fo- in here. And the fox is sat there wearing a cloak and a bonnet, like in Little Red <laughs> Riding Hood. There's <laughs> no fox here, sir. <laughs> a fox? Don't be absurd, man. This is a human residence. <laughs> If it's foxes you want, go to the woods and look inside the holes. That's where they live. <laughs> this is a home to this is a home built for humans. Human um, dwelling. Yeah, but then the, the the people came in, they said, Well, you won't mind us having a look around. They came in and they thought, fuck, we're gonna get done here for illegal fox harbouring. <laughs> the fox was nowhere to be seen. And they to this day have got no idea how that fox got away. But they think fuck it did hell. a bunk over the balcony and just fucking leapt it from the first one. Here goes, here goes, it's all on I think now. I'm fucking off. The fucking old bill around the fox police. I heard him at the door, so I just thought, fuck it, I'm doing a bunk here. And I just went, I thought, here goes nothing. It's first floor, I don't know. Foxes are not like cats. They won't always land on their feet, but, you know, let's see. Let's see what happens. Worst happens, I might break an ankle. But who cares? I've got four of the cunts anyway. Fucking hell. Human dwelling. Um. So, yeah. I don't know what advice he wanted from that, but we haven't given him it. But, uh, I wouldn't harm go. a fox unless it really came at me. No, no, exactly, yeah. Self-defence only. Um, right. Okay, that's it from this, I think. We've helped some people. Yeah, but actually, we've, we've answered more queries than usual. Mm, keep them coming, though, because we'll need some over the Christmas period. If they're yeah, urgent, we'll some urgent. If not, we'll be doing pre-recording a couple for over Christmas, so we will get around everything eventually. Hopefully. Um, Yeah, that's it. Thanks very much, everybody. TTFN. Goodbye.